Alrighty. Welcome to the PSBS as the Playstation Bull Session Podcast. Um, this is episode 13, so we're past the dozen marks. An unlucky so number. Going forward. Yeah, well, we'll get through it. It's scaring me. Uh, we might as well get this just one quick. It's got to be like 10 minutes. Cool. Nah, <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out. I hate scary. it. No, I mm. want this to be done already. No. <laughs> just nah, nah, it's okay. It's okay. Mm. We'll get through it. But, um... Yeah, but anyway, I'm your host, Koti PSN Bite Boy. My co-host here is <laughs> Andrew Reyes, Double is yes, and uh, yeah, it's episode thirteen. And I know my co-host here is afraid it's unlucky number, which mm. I well, I I really actually don't have that much news for this week, so it is mm, kind of unlucky in a way. But um, so because of that, yeah, yeah, I don't have too much on the news um, notes or whatever. So it's going to be a slightly different format episode. We're going to go over. Um, we have your mail this week, right? Yes, we do. We have five. A total cool. of five. Oh, there you go. See, that's going to save oh, thank us this you. week. Thank you. Yes. Um, we'll, take, we'll get to those in a bit. Um, and then we're going to segue into the news segment or the single piece of news. It's pretty big, though, but we're going to get to it at the end. Hmm. Um, but anyway, I got a few little announcements to get out of the way before we get to your mail and all that for the podcast. Hmm. So, first thing is... Um, starting last week, uh, we are now on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so starting last week with episode twelve, you can now listen to us through the SoundCloud app. Just search PSBS. You can also download us as an MP3. So now you can download straight to your phone. So you can listen in the car or listen when you're doing work or whatever. So you're not just you know limited to the YouTube channel and the broadcasts. Mm-hmm. You know on the uh. uh browser so you don't need to have a browser you can download and all that we got to put a link down there yep <coughs> a link will be yeah a link should be at the bottom um and by the time you're hearing this the link should be live where episode 13 should be up for listening and downloading uh and episode 12 is up there too to download excellent download and listen yeah so yeah so we got that expanding the podcast giving you new ways to to listen to us trying to make it easier for you guys out there mm-hmm um, let's see. Other thing is, like I said, we're always trying to come up with new ways to like, you know, do stuff outside the podcast oh. to kind of like expand our content, expanding the horizon. And, yeah. And one thing that just, uh, came my way today, uh-huh. um, is I got, actually got a code for the Elder Scrolls online beta. Oh boy. Yeah, I'm downloading it right now. <laughs> it's going to take forever. How long, how um, big is the file? <laughs> Dude, the, the the main game is like 39 gigs. Ooh, okay. And there's an update file that's 15 gigs. <laughs> and they're downloading simultaneously right now. Well, maybe you should pause mm. one and just let, do one go. Yeah, I thought about doing that. I probably should do that. But wait, what but, does that uh, tell to me? I mean, I'm, I don't have the oldest rules online beta. <laughs> well, no, but what I'm going to do is, because it says a closed beta, so I don't know how many people are actually in it. Oh, so you want to invite um, some people? Well, yeah, we could do that too. If you have the beta, you can look me up on PSN. Buy your boys; it's in the description. So, if you have the beta, yeah, we can play online this weekend. But also, I'm going to be doing. Like I said, I don't know how many people have it because I signed up for this beta like a year ago. Yeah, that's why I got the beta code. But what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be live streaming it over the weekend, mm-hmm. um, just so people can check it out. So, if you guys want to look at that, you know, it'll be. I'll have it in the title, say PSBS, you know, um, streams or whatever, uh, plays, Elder Scrolls Online. 
I'm sure people are going to ask, work. are you going to have the camera on? <laughs> uh, probably not. Probably just be me talking with my headphones or something. Um, but, I mean, you can be in there, too. I'll just live stream it, and you can be in the chat room, so you can still talk yeah. with me. <clears throat> uh, so, even though you don't have the beta, you can still watch me play, and you can talk with me. We can talk together. We don't have any set time for that, because, like I said, it'll be whenever it's done downloading. Whenever it's you know, done downloading. Well, I'm pretty whenever sure whenever it's, done downloading. it's got to finish, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping it'll be done for tomorrow, because that's when the beta actually starts. Because, like, even if you had, like, super fast internet and you downloaded it all today, it, the, the beta itself doesn't really start till tomorrow. Like, the servers don't come on. I would presume, like, so, at least on the weekend time frame would maybe be about after twelve afternoon Eastern time, so. Yeah. Like I said, we don't have a, a fixed time, but just, just it'll be kind of just whenever as we, uh, over the weekend, I'll be, you know, when I play, I'll live stream and I'll have it set to PSBS if you want to search it. You want to maybe put your Twitch also on the description? I don't even know what my Twitch is. I think my oh. Twitch is just Bayou Boys. I think because <laughs> I don't use it that much. I think my Twitch is just Bayou Boys, but with two Z's instead it's of one part, Z. Man, if you want that Twitch partnership, you gotta, you gotta create that. Okay, well there. I think it, I'm pretty sure it's Bayou Boys, but with two Z's instead of one we Z. For some reason, I guess the one the one Z was already taken. Just kidding. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. So maybe you can help no. us buy Elder Scrolls Online. <laughs> just kidding. No, but um, but yeah. So that's what I have planned for this weekend. As far as extra content, I'll be playing uh, Elder Scrolls Online and streaming it. And yeah, if you have the beta too and you want to play, then yeah, just send me a friend invite or something. Uh, like it says, buy you boys. It's in the the video description, okay. uh, the PSN thing. And I'll I'll be live streaming it through the weekend. So just check on that. And and my co-host here will be commentating on it with me if if he's on. Yes, I if I am on season. Maybe seeing. I am thinking. curious about Elder Scrolls Online on PS4. I wonder how much it's yeah. changed. Mm-hmm. Very curious. And uh, mm-hmm. and then for next week's episode, I'll have played it and I'll talk about it on the podcast next week. Kind of what my impression of it is. Yeah. Based on what I've played. Good. Of the beta. Mm-hmm. So so we'll have that next week. So that's gonna be be something. Troll. Um, I could also well they said there's no non-disclosure agreement so they say you can live stream and take screenshots and record so I guess I could record it too and upload that to YouTube well why would they have a, why would they have a, a barrier well no because well no because some some people don't want like the beta footage to get out because really? then people are like oh no it's rough and it's like well no it's just a beta like you know mm. it's, well I mean I don't, don't know anyone who's so I don't think people yeah. care I, I don't think they'll care <laughs> but but I don't know well, that's the thing. Like, I, oh, I don't know too many betas I've done that recently where they don't want you sharing it. Like, I remember the Destiny beta, the Hardline beta. It was all share it. You know, we want you to share. And same it, with the uh, the recent Alpha or whatever it is of Rainbow yeah. Rainbow Six Siege. Not, oh, whoops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like we want you to share it. So that's another thing too I could do. So so if you guys, you know, like I said, because I know I'm not giving you guys a, a fixed time on when I'm going to be streaming it, but um, yeah, I'll probably record it too and maybe upload segments of it as a video on YouTube. So highlights, see. maybe highlights. Yeah. <laughs> highlights of the, Elder Scrolls online beta. Mm-hmm. So, so there you go. Like I said, w- ways we're expanding, we're trying to expand to get to that extra content, live streaming, video clips, all that should hopefully it's over the weekend. And maybe by next week, we'll have some video uploaded. So yeah, it sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. So, with that, now that I think that's the only other announcement I have out of the way, so talk about SoundCloud and Elder Scrolls Online plans, and uh, I guess we can move on to viewer mail. 
You got it loaded up? <laughs> That's right. Of course, I do have the precious viewer meal that has come, and we'll start from the kind of the lower, smaller questions onto the quite heavy hitters here. Um, this first one comes from Kyle. He asks about Shovel Knight, which has just come out this week on PlayStation platforms, and next mm-hmm. week on Xbox. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, Shovel Knight's fantastic so far. I played quite a bit of it um, yesterday when it went live. It's a lot of fun so far. I definitely recommend it. Um, is Shovel Knight also? He asked, "Is Shovel Knight also on PS PlayStation Three? And is it cross save?" Well, to answer your question, yes, Shovel Knight um, is crossed by across PS Four, PS Three, and PS Vita, so you'd be able to play all three of them and those platforms. So if you buy it once, it entitles you to all three. And of course it is cross save and the cross save does work quite well since I tried it both on Vita and PS4. So it works just fine. So, Mm. um, definitely. So if you have either of those PlayStation platforms, definitely pick up shovel Knight. It is currently $12 right now. If you're a plus member. Um, so yeah, it's just finally yeah. nice to see it here. It's been like almost a year since the game came out. It's yeah. been a while. It's been a while. Yeah, but yeah, the yeah, game's haven't. a lot of fun. Yeah, I haven't played it yet. I just, I don't know. I don't know if I want to get it yet. I mean, I had like that case in the Hotline Miami too, where like I just wasn't in the mood for it. And then same with Bastion yeah. because Bastion was also a game that was a long time coming, more so than Shovel Knight. Shovel <laughs> Bastion was like years ago. Uh, well, for me, it's like I'm just conf- I'm just conflicted because it's like, mm-hmm. what do I want to spend twenty dollars on more? Do I want to spend twenty dollars on? I know Shovel Knight not twenty. Oh yeah, well you know, that's, that's, that's almost buy things. You know, it's like Rock Band DLC yeah. to save up or like you know games. Yeah. But it's like, do I want to spend twenty dollars to get Shovel Knight? Do I want to spend twenty dollars to go get Shadow Mordor? Because oh. that's twenty dollars right now on sale at like Best Buy. Yeah. Do I want to spend? Do I want to spend twenty dollars on the last color Scott Pilgrim book? You know, all these little things came out this week, and I'm just like, <sighs> pick one, or else one will go away. I know. Like, I don't know which one to put my twenty dollars towards. Well, since Shovel Knight's a bit cheaper now, maybe you well, can a little up. under twenty dollars. Yeah, it's under it, Shovel Knight's a little cheaper at a temporary price, so I probably would pick up that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, I don't know. I kind of foresee about Shadow Mortar if it maybe gets like a complete edition where like it comes with DLC mm. because not all this. I, I don't know if all the season pass stuff is out yet, but you never know if there's a complete edition in that game in any form. So I might yeah. wait for that. It might be a little more than twenty dollars. I would take it. it. Might be forty or thirty, but I don't know. Shadow Shadow Mortar is fantastic, so you should get that. If anybody hasn't played it yet, I'm sure a lot of folk out there, folks out there, have played it. I haven't. It's a fantastic game. Um, all right, now let's get to the other uh, heavy hanging questions. This one, this one comes from Brandon. He asks about being a video game entertainer on YouTube. He asks, mm-hmm. "Is it safe nowadays to be to be a video game entertainer on YouTube?" With recent news that over 30 YouTube channels, large and small, have been hacked over the past couple of weeks, do you think it's viable or safe to put yourselves out there and risk having personal information compromised? Um, well, at first I was a little confused of what this news that he was entitling here, but under some research I had found out that um, more, yes, more, indeed, actually more than 30, about like 40 uh, YouTube gaming channels and Twitch channels have been hacked by a group, like a hacker group. Um, not anonymous, mm. if you're maybe thinking that. 
um, by some hacker groups out there on Twitter. Um, their Twitter currently is um, shut down. Won't really say what the name of the Twitter is, so we don't have to give them more attention than they already have. But yes, a lot of uh, gaming channels have certainly have been hacked recently. Um, so to really answer this question, whether or not it's safe, well, I mean, you can really say that for anything that's outside of gaming on, on YouTube as well. You know, you always have to make sure your your stuff's in order and in check, and you always have to be careful of any kind of uh, things that might happen to your account. Um, you always have to be on top of it. You can't so you always have good passwords. And nowadays, you just get email notifications um, from like Google or phone calls from Google if like any of your information is compromised or something's really wrong or off about your about your channel or anything else that you have like Twitter or Instagram but I don't know what's mm-hmm. what's kind of your take on that that a lot of gaming well, channels have been hacked I mean this is like a true fact we've been seeing a lot of yeah. hacks well I mean if you're yeah I mean well, th- well I mean if you're just starting as a gaming channel then you're not really that much of a target yeah, yeah that's the thing right <laughs> it, well, yeah that's right well there are have been some small channels that have been hacked like the smallest one I saw maybe had like a 5,000 subscribers yeah we're that's that's uh <laughs> that's a oh, goal boy I think that like that's like uh 10 times more than us yeah He's he's just so, curious. I mean, I don't know if this if this branding guy wants to maybe maybe that's why he's acting that. Maybe if he wants to be as aspiring YouTube creator yeah. in any kind of way. Oh yeah, but. don't yeah yeah don't let this scare you if you want to start your own channel or anything. Because I mean, like it's like you said. I mean, this this happens to everyone. Like every company kind of has their little hacks, you know, here and there. Security breaches. It's just a thing nowadays. Um, oh, but this was the, no. Know, but this uh, was done. This was more of an isolated incident. Like these isolated. Well, not well, really isolated. If it was thirty, but no, this was. Um, these were targeted. 30, but these definitely were targeted. These were targeted. targeted. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it was yeah, not. It was, it was not, not a widespread breach. Not a widespread. Okay, there you go. So it's not really like more like a hack. It's more of a targeting. Yeah, it was really so, more okay. than a targeting because after. Well, yeah, yeah then, they gloat about who they hacked, and they they after they were done with their reign of hacking, they like had a list of people that they hacked and like what then. Then, yeah, it kind of goes back to what I said. Yeah, if you're not, I mean, if you're just starting, then you won't be a target. Yeah, you will. Right off the bat. So, you shouldn't be too scared. So, yeah, you shouldn't be too scared. <laughs> no, I mean, well, actually, don't be scared at all. You shouldn't be too scared to have a lower level of scare. Don't be too scared. No, have no, have no 13, fear. You know, I'm scared of 13. But Even though we're on 13, yeah. <laughs> yeah, have no, have no fear. Yes. You got to trust the internet. Yes. Um, so, you know, and also be careful. Have a good password. Don't don't have your password as password, <laughs> right? And try, yeah, try to use more more numbers that aren't correlate to your birthday. Yeah, that's also very important. Yeah. Um. This this next one here comes from Richard. He asks, with recent rumors shot down of the Vita redesign, do you think Sony should redesign the Vita? Or start designing some <laughs> no, or start designing some more some more games for the platform. <laughs> um, well, I don't know. Maybe he's meaning first party games because there are plenty of games on the Vita right now. Maybe he's just speaking of oh, first yeah. party. I think that's what he's meaning uh, for Sony. Yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> well, yes. Yeah, no. It was just I don't know. I just laughed because just the way it was worded. It's like rumor saying they're not going to design a Vita, but should they? That's kind of like how the question came off. <laughs> but, um, 
I mean, I don't know. They just put out the 2000 model, right? It wasn't like, what, a year ago they put oh, out the 2000 model? Well, by this year, it'll be two years. Really? By the end of this year, yeah, it's going to be about two years. Oh, the end of this year. Well, by Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just really don't know what more you can do with it to like yeah. get people to buy it, you know, like as far <laughs> as the redesign. Well, without it being like something ridiculous like what happened with the 3DS where it's like, oh, the new 3DS has more processing power so we can play certain games oh, that no. the old 3DS can't do. I was almost thinking of do. a 2DS where like it's even more downgraded than... <laughs> <laughs> it's the Vita Go. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing Sony, dude, they'll probably do yeah, the Vita. Oh my God, the Vita Go. It's going to be really small. And, you, and there's flip. no, but you can't even put memory cards in it. It has it has its own built-in memory. <laughs> yeah, it's got its own built. And instead of having analog sticks, it's going to have like little flat things like the PSP had, but it's going to have two of them. And uh, and you know, it's going to be uh, oh, the PSP I mean, Go. <laughs> oh, I I love the PSP Go though. Like I know we make fun of it, and you, and you laugh anytime it's brought up. But I have a PSP Go, and it's actually it's awesome. <laughs> So I loved it. I loved the, the design of it and its compact kind of way. It fits right in your pocket. Well, it's what just, do you think about it? It was kind of, it's still it's, its precursor to the Vita with kind of... Yeah. I mean, well, yes, Vita has memory cards, but like the majority of my Vita games are digital. And, you know, that was kind of maybe mm-hmm. what they were kind of aiming for in the future of that. Oh, yeah. Like I said, I really, yeah, I really like the PSP Go. Like I said, I love the, the size of it, the, the design and all that. It was just one of those things where, like... It was kind of ahead of its time in a way where everybody was like, what? Digital only? No, you know, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> you know, too scary. And then the damn thing was expensive, too. It's like, yeah. you think it'd be cheaper. Nope. But uh, Yeah, it nope. was expensive it was when expensive. it first released. I, I actually thought about getting one because I, like, I had the PSP 1000 and it was just, no. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why, I got, that's why I got my PSP Go because my PSP 1000, the battery died in it. So you couldn't charge it anymore. And 1000 batteries are really hard to find. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just like, screw it. I'll get a PSP go. Cause that's the newest one. Yeah. But, um, oh yeah. I like my, I love my PSP go. It's just, uh, came out at a bad time. It's just, just, we just, everybody was just like, we don't need this. You know, we just don't need this at this point. Cause the Vita was like, what a year or two out. Right. Mm-hmm. It was just like, but yeah, that'd be something they put out of Vita go. It'd just be like, what? So but, then, his other part of the question: go, uh, designing yeah, some but, more games. <laughs> well, of course, we all want more, some more games, party yeah. games. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I think just maybe the money should that would be spent in research and development should probably be spent on maybe getting some more games. Yes, on the on the Vita, like they they've been really good with some of the ports from third party games, like the Resident Evil game and then um, Revelations yeah. Two that's coming and. Yeah. Um, Games that they get from Telltale being yeah, ported I, on later, so I think they should spend their money on getting like those kind of games out the door better. Games. So, yeah, yeah, I think I think that's what Sony's not getting. Like they're thinking, oh, it's the Vita itself that's wrong, right? Like that's why people aren't buying this. I'm like, well, no, it's not really the Vita; it's the games. You know, you need something that's going to catch you know, the general audience's attention. I mean, look at what Nintendo's doing with the 3DS. Nothing makes sense about the 3DS. Any version of the 3DS. None of it, nothing, none of it makes sense. And yet it's still selling like crazy because guess what? They got games for it. Yeah. You know, that appeal to a large audience. Like it, it, like, it really makes no sense to me just on paper. Like none of it makes sense. Like, like when the 3DS got announced, it's like, it's a 3DS. So everybody's like, well, what is it? Is it just a, 
a DS but with 3D. Like, no, it's it's a new system. It plays different games, like new games that can't be on a two, on a DS. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, but yet it's still sold. Well, I mean, well, actually, no, the 3DS did take a while to like get momentum and start selling because at first it wasn't doing <clears> too too well. I still but, the one thing not to really sound fanboys for just really wrong here, but I just don't like just how the games look on DS. Look, I'm not the biggest graphics guy or anything, but to really care too much, but. Dude, the DS games look like old cell phone games. Like, like we have already phones are already getting better in their processing. Like, phones on my iPhone, games on my iPhone look better what? than the 3DS games. Oh, 3DS. Yeah, yeah. I'm you're just saying, cause you, cause games, yeah, because you're just saying DS at first. I was well, like, DS, what well, do you mean? 3DS games well, yeah. look like DS 3DS. games too. They, they yeah. look the same, most of them. I mean, granted, yes, you have 3D, and there's probably better uh, some graphics things in the system, but. Uh, well, the 3DS games are looking old. They're really looking dated. Yeah, and I know that's really but, not in Nintendo's interest to really like make graphically games that are like on par with Vita. But at this point, it's really starting to really kind of get to me yeah. a little bit. And like, especially looking like <laughs> at Smash Brothers, I, I think games like Pokemon are fine. Like, they don't need to look amazing. But just you know, just RPGs, games that you're going to stare at for long periods of time. I kind of wish at this point that they looked a little better than this. I just feel it's really limiting at this point. But whatever Nintendo's new thing might be, I just hope maybe it looks a little like more advanced and like actually look like next generation, not just kind of like a slight, um, not like a slight difference from DS to 3DS because it doesn't really look all that different. That's why I said DS in the beginning because like honestly it doesn't look all that better. 3DS doesn't look all that better from DS. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, like I said, that was the big confusion. Like, I, like it's really weird. Like, um, I mean, I know Sony's terrible at marketing because they don't do it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but Nintendo's marketing is really weird too because yeah. they just don't know. Like, their products don't sound like new products. Like, like really I said, know. when the 3DS, like when the 3DS was first announced, like a lot of people thought, and even I thought it was just a DS. But hey, it can do 3D now. And then they had to stress to people, no, like this is it. This is like the next generation of the DS, like the new, you know, portable yeah, system. It was the same. It was the same and thing then, with uh, Wii U. You know, it kept the same. Yeah, it kept the Wii, same. It kept yeah, the name. yeah. And then Wii U, like, and then the weird thing with the Wii U was that they announced it as the Wii U, and then they only showed the controller off. So everybody was like, so wait a minute, is this a new system or is it just a controller? For the Wii. Yeah. You know? And Sony was able to do that kind of stick better because even though they showed just the controller and, and, but they were able to show the games and actually how they look different from PS3. Because yeah. they didn't show the box till E3. No. They didn't show the box, which they were able to get away with better than Nintendo because they were. Well, able yeah, because it's called the PS. Yeah, it's called, called the PS4. PS4. <laughs> so people can kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of, um, you know, infer there and say like, "Oh, it's a four. Four is oh? higher than three. No, I can't use this new looking controller <laughs> on the PS3. Well, you could now, but um, no. technically you could. But um, technically, technically you could. You know, and then uh, and God, and then when she announced the 2DS, I was like, I thought it was a joke. Like, what is this? Oh, the door stopper. Like, yeah, it's just like here. It's a 2DS. It's like a cheaper, less powerful version of the 3DS. It doesn't have 3D in it. And then like, so does it? And then it's so confusing too because it's called a 2DS, but it still plays 3DS games, and it's just not yeah, 3D. It just doesn't. Like, yeah, it doesn't present okay. them. And then now they got the new 3DS, where it's called the new 3DS, and it and it is more powerful, so it can play some games that the 3DS can't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, though, I, I say that, but really only one game does that. I think it's so Xenoblade. far. 
Chronicles. Yeah, it's the so only far. game that can only be played on a new on a new 3ds. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's called the new 3ds. So like, so are you like going to not put out another one because if you put out another one? What are you going to call it? The new new 3ds. Mm-hmm. This kind of seems a little weird. I'm sorry. But anyway, the point probably, I'm trying to make I'm with all this. Pretty sure this is the last iteration of the DS that you're going to iteration of the 3ds. I should say that you'll see. Um, I don't really see yeah. any other ones coming out anytime soon. Yeah. But the point I'm trying to make with all this Nintendo stuff is just that Nintendo's a company that just does all these like crazy marketing decisions and weird names and stuff, and they still get away with it. And the biggest reason they get away with it is because they have games to back these crazy products. Like, hey, this thing can play Mario. This thing can play Pokemon, you know, stuff like that. Where like Sony's like, well, let's keep redesigning the Vita. And it's like, well, no, you you can't just keep redesigning the Vita. You got to put the games to support it. You know, something that's going to catch general audiences like something that's going to catch people like i got like like i kept saying minecraft was huge on vita if they would just promote it like sell minecraft bundles of the with a vita you know yeah, and honestly bundle. i kind of forgot sold. that minecraft is on vita already <laughs> i kind of forgot yeah and it's it's weird because the game runs really well on vita so it's not even like it's a broken port or anything it runs really well if they would just promote it and like i said around christmas just say hey look a minecraft Vita bundle. You can play Minecraft portably with the real buttons and not just tap away on your phone. Yeah. So that'd be huge for them. Um, you know, because that's, that's already a big thing right there. They just need to promote it. It's Minecraft. Um, going forward, if they can go other bigger things, you know, if they can make a good Call of Duty for Vita, that would be big for them. Yeah, you know? I wish. But, <laughs> you know, but again, it's just wishful thinking. And now... And like you said, you laugh because now it's almost a joke now. Like to say, oh, what if they did this on Vita? Yeah. And it's just like you just laugh. That, that's why I shot like, down no, uh, you- like any hope of an infamous or a God of War on Vita. That's why I li- that's why I no more. Like I don't see it at this point. Yeah, because it just you know it's getting to that point where it just feels like no. If not now, we go E three after E three of like none, and we, it's just like well, then why have any hope? Because yeah. remember, the Vita's show floor now, it seems like, is either GDC or PlayStation, PlayStation Experience. Yeah, Because that's where it was really at. I mean, and we're not saying that there isn't games no, on Vita. We're yeah, just saying right. there's no... The first party. There is games on Vita. There's plenty. Like, there's, like, there's like the uh, the indie games, and then like they're porting stuff. Like the Telltale games get ported. Resident Evil Revelations is getting ported to Vita. Um, so there's still good games on Vita. They're just not the ones that like grab the general audience's attention and say, "Hey, I need to buy this." You know. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. Like, we're not saying the Vita doesn't have no games. We just don't. It just have the uh, what we call crowd pleasing games. The ones that's really going to pull people in. Right. So, um, so that's what we're saying. We're saying well, they don't need a new redesign. We they need some more games to, like pull people in. Right. Well, uh, I hope that answered uh, Richard's question. Yeah. Um, Let's see. All right, we'll go over another uh, YouTube one again. (laughs) This one comes from Cody. And this one's an interesting one. He told me this one in a party, so then I jotted this question down for him. Um, He asked about independence developers. He asked, Mm -hmm. how do you think small independent developers should handle criticism from folks and on you, both YouTube and other social media platforms. Um, well then uh, I, when he asked me that question, I had just recently had seen that one of the more prominent YouTubers called total biscuit, 
Um, he got into some drama with one indie developer from Titan Souls, I believe. I don't even know mm. what this game is. Titan Souls. I don't. Have you ever heard of Titan Titan Souls? Yeah, that came out this past week on PlayStation. I don't really know what's. Yeah, me neither. I, um, he just. What the whole drama was behind that is that he tw- had tweeted out that basically he just gave his opinion on the game, and once that happened, um, one of the art designers of the game or whatever, uh, part of the indie team, um, just, was just kind of getting in a hissy fit about it and like he even showed pictures of him like actually printing out that tweet and putting it on a fridge and kind of acting like a child kind of and yeah. after that he said well guess what i'm not going to cover your game anymore and guess what his his viewership he has like more than what he has like 1.5 million subscribers and each of his videos at least get 250,000 views each so he said rather than like talking down on the game and getting the game more attention he just decided to just cut ties and not even talk about the game anymore which yeah. i would guess is a smart move but it was bad yeah. on his part I, that he kind of threw mm-hmm. a fit like that the one of the guys of the indie developer team of titan souls and just was acting like a child oh yeah that yeah. that yeah that's not the way to go yeah. um i mean i'm not saying you need to like um you know like these big youtubers like you know you don't need to be like, you know, how to, you don't have to treat them special because, you know, hey, you know, if I piss them off, they're going to screw me over. Like, you don't have to treat them special, but treat them fairly, you know? Yeah. Like, if you are an indie developer and if you see one of these big YouTubers, you know, commenting negatively about your game, you either have to do... Well, I don't know. Just yeah, that, that guy was not being... Yeah, wait, actually, to be fair for that guy, he wasn't being negative. Like, he just gave his opinion. That's all. It yeah. wasn't even a so, negative opinion. He but, was just like, the game isn't for me. That was it. He was just like, it isn't yeah. for me, the way the game is. Yeah, I think, mm-hmm. I don't know, I guess some of these indie developers just kind of take it too, a little too seriously. You know, personal to heart because, a little too seriously, because I mean, a lot of these indie teams are really small, so like when you, when you kind of, not like you say, he didn't really insult the game, but like when you talk negatively about the game, it really hurts these guys because yeah. there's only like, you know, a small group, so like these guys all worked really closely on it, you know, and they, they kind of take it a little more to heart, you know, because, you know, they're a small team working really hard around the clock to get that going out. Not saying, you know, the bigger developers don't do work, it's just it's a much larger team, so the workloads kind of distribute a bit more. Yeah. Where with these indie things, it's like, no, it's these 10 guys, mm-hmm. you know? So if you insult a game, you're insulting all 10 guys right there directly. Yeah. Um, saying, hey, you know, your work sucks or I didn't like it or something like that. So, yeah, I do kind of get where these indie guys are coming from, where they take more offense to these comments. But you got to be mature about it. You have to either basically if you see a negative comment, either don't respond to it. Just just let it be. Yeah. Or just calmly respond back saying, hey, you know, I'm sorry my, our game wasn't for you, but maybe you can try doing this, saying, hey, maybe if you play it this way, or hey, you know, maybe we'll look maybe look forward to our next game. It will be oh, this. Oh, that's good. That's you know, good. Something that's like that. that. Yeah, that's way better than um, tweeting out, than, other than printing out the bad message and putting it on your fridge. Mm-hmm. Mm, which is very Yeah, immature. it's just, yeah. yeah, it is very mature. I think... Like I said, I do kind of get where they're coming from. You know, like I said, the, it kind of does feel like a direct personal insult. Yeah, and know, then considering, I guess, team, maybe but... like the amount of uh, viewership that that one guy has, you know, mm-hmm. um, because, you know, he has hundred, he has thousands of uh, Twitter followers and he has a million YouTube subscribers. So, you know, maybe hit like whatever his opinion on it is that less people would probably buy Titan Souls possibly. That's just like a possibility. But then again, he is giving attention to the game. So that's already something yeah. right there. So maybe that guy should actually just be happy that his 
his viewership is actually giving attention to the game. Whether it's good or bad, it doesn't matter. At least it's attention of the game. So in, in yeah. all fairness, he should be thankful that he's even um, that that game has even grabbed his attention. It's not like a GTA or, a, or any other kind of big game that he's been going over recently. It's a small game. So in essence, whether it's good or bad, I'd just be happy he's even talking about it. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. right? So yeah. at the end of the day, so you know, yeah, yeah. something. It's like mm-hmm. it's like one day we'll get one day we'll get to that point. We'll have so much pull. We'll bring developers down to their knees just by talking bad about them. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would like to do it to the bigger corporations, please. The the EAs, but they don't stuff. care. They don't though. But I want them to. They'll give. They'll be down to the knees. <laughs> you know, just, we'll, we'll get there someday. I'll be. I'll be Superman. You're down to your knees. Yeah. You worship. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, then Batman will come from the ashes and try and kill me. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's too. No, that's too funny. That whole thing. Um, <laughs> as we were talking about marketing, probably had, should have had this one as a leeway, but um, this one comes from Rachel. She asks about um, do you, how do you guys think marketing should be approached in today's gaming culture? Is using all the <laughs> is is using wait but this is the second part is using all the pla- platforms available necessary to ensure a game will be successful. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, of um, course you want to use as many as you want, but oh, what were you yeah. saying? Yeah, because I mean, well, I kind of I kind of talked about marketing already, or at least just the way Nintendo does it with these like crazy names for their products, and yet they still sell for some reason. But that's mostly because they have games. But that's a that's a product. I think this one. I guess that's this a product. Question, uh, this is more for games. games in general. Just yeah. a small game. Yeah, because that's God. That's the thing with with game marketing. It's it's really weird because um most of it is done online because yes. they yeah. know people buying our game because like the developers are thinking, okay, the people who are buying our games are already online. Anyway, they're going to IGN or uh, place lifestyle or some type of website or if they're, they're seeing, to game they're seeing or something. Yeah. Game inform. They're seeing it. You know, they're seeing coverage of it. They're seeing the reviews. They're seeing the videos. They're seeing, YouTube. you know, the previews, you know, they're seeing all that. They're watching the E3, co- you know, conferences and they're tuned in. So they're tuned into that, to that on internet and know what's going on and what's available and what isn't. And Sony takes that, it takes advantage of that a bit too much because they almost rely on all their marketing through online. Yes, they do. They, they have, I think they just had recently uh, surpassed the um, 1 million Instagram followers. And I've also surpassed the 1.5 million Twitter followers. Yeah. And I mean, what I mean by that is that, you know, they they basically I think they even said a quote this one time. It was like a year or two ago where they said, yeah, they they expect most of their buyers to get their news or their covers through the Internet. You know, yeah. like they expect the to, to kind of the games to sell themselves. But because of that, they're not really marketing on television, getting yeah, kind that's of general audiences who aren't who aren't there. I remember, and they had yeah, they have somebody been, um, saying one point like. What, oh, why? Why does Coke and Pepsi and Doritos keep advertising all the time when we already know that they exist? I'm like, well, they always have to because, like, Sony, they just they really suspect that the Vita word of mouth deal is gonna cut it. I'm like, well, it isn't. No, nope. it is not. Unfortunately, it's not. it's not. And they actually need to put like mainstream advertising out there because you know yeah. why Coke? Not fair to. Um, say about food because food is a different industry but 
you know, why does Coke, Pepsi, and Doritos advertise all the time? That's to keep them alive and all all the time. Yeah. Tony just thinks, oh, like, well, one, just uh, let the people online do it. Yes, online is great just, and it helps, but it's not enough to fully sustain. Just do, just do one commercial mm. for a kid playing Minecraft on your Vita, and there you go. You just sold, you know, hundreds more Vitas. Just do one commercial like that. Yeah, you know. And I mean, shoot, shoot, Sony, Sony can hire us. We'll make it. We'll make that Minecraft commercial for I don't know what kids. We're, we're not really kids, but we gotta get a little. No, kid. We'll we fi- gotta get a little. We'll kid. find some kids. We'll find some little kids. We'll find some adults. Shoot you know, kind of show. Hey, Minecraft goes across all age barriers. You know, that sort of thing. You know. Yeah, mainly all we'll, the commercials have been online for Sony. Um, the most recent one, maybe we can think of. Well, actually, the most recent PS4 commercial I could think of was actually when I was watching Flash on CW. And they kind of had a montage of all the main first-party Sony games. And it was just yeah. like, you know, they had Bloodborne, MLB, um, The Order Batman. 1886. <laughs> it's not first-party, but the Batman was still in there. Oh, yeah, Batman was in there, too. But they were really treating Batman like a first-party. Yeah. Batman's their destiny this year, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, um, wait, yeah, I saw... I both of those things in the same sentence? And it kind of disgusted me. I want to backtrack on that. Um, in terms of the way that they're treating it as like a first party game, you know, they're making their own yeah. bundle for it. They want they want th- that mm-hmm. game to be associated with PlayStation, not quality wise. Weird. <laughs> no, Batman yeah. Arkham Knight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're still plugging those commercials. Like you said, they did it during Flash. They they did the same commercial during like the season finale, of Walking Dead. So they know they're getting a high viewership through those moments, but. Still, I mean, yeah, their marketing has done better, you oh. know, in, in recent recently. It's not saying um, much, but yeah. <laughs> it's not, yeah, it's not saying much, but it has gone up. You know, we've seen, like you said, the montage commercial. Uh, we've seen, I've seen, I saw commercials for the Order 1886, yeah. you know, just, just for that game mm-hmm. when that game was coming out. Uh, there was Last of Us commercials when that game came out. Uh, there's been GTA 5 commercials. Yeah. Um, you know, so they've been really kind of you know, seeing more of those game commercials. And um, again, it kind of falls more on the third party games where, you know, like EA, like for example, when you see a Batman commercial that those commercials are made by Warner Brothers interactive, you know, to distribute out. So Sony is really not even making those commercials. They're just paying to get their logo on the end. So it's associated as a placing game, right? you know? So again, it's not even going into Sony's advertising money pockets. It's just, well, I mean, kind of, but not, they're not putting the trouble of getting it out there. It's up to Warner Brothers to get that out there, you know? So they're kind of just piggybacking off of the third party stuff, right? In that, in that sense, um, even though they are putting in some first party commercials and, oh yeah. And then they're really promoting, uh, what was the other one? Oh, NBA, the show. No, oh. ML, MLB. Yeah. MLB, the show. Yeah. Cause it's the only baseball game this year. You know, there's no, uh, 2k or anything so like if you want to play if you want to play a place if you want to play a baseball game this year you got to play it on playstation <laughs> right you know so um so i mean they've, they've done that but it's just in the like in the ps3 generation it was terrible like games would just not be promoted at all like um playstation all-stars could have done better if they would just promote the damn thing mm. You know, seen a couple commercials here and there of just look all these Playstation characters in one game. <sighs> you know, if they would have shown a couple of commercials, they could have sold it. You know, or um, what was the other one? Oh, Twisted Metal was the big one. I don't know what happened with that game, man. Twisted Metal was like the 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 sad story from PlayStation because it was weird because when Sony first announced Twisted Metal, the new one, the PS3 one, 
Um, they said, they even said that like, we are going to market this game. We are going to make this game a blockbuster and none of that happens. I mean, you like, know, it was also a thing of bad timing. I mean, didn't it release the same week as the U S release of Vita? No, what happened was, see the weird thing with system model, like I said, Sony promised that they're going to market the hell out of this game and make it a blockbuster. But I, I guess what happened was a few things. I guess the game got delayed and the game came out. The game came out one week after the Vita. Oh, well, it was and one it week came after. out. Yeah, that's right. It was one week after the Vita, and it came out the same day as Mass Effect Three. Ooh. So it was already going head to head with the big game right there that did have a huge marketing push. You know, Mass Effect Three had commercials all the time. Yeah. Um, and I guess I guess Sony was like, "Oh, well, we put all of our marketing money into the Vita launch, so oh well, twist the metal. You better just get by on nostalgia." <laughs> So it it was really sad because, like I said, Sony promised that they were going to actually advertise and make Twisted Metal Blockbuster, and they dumped it. They just dumped it in March with no advertising and just put it in a bad time. Like, like, do you really expect people to buy a game one week after a console launch? You know? Yeah. And, and then uh, on top of the, the conclusion of one of the most popular game franchises. That was yeah. coming out at the time. So I, I, I don't know, man. I just don't know what Sony... Like, that That was the saddest thing Sony did for me was when they just dumped Twisted Metal like that. And it was just, mm, like, no advertisement. Possibly, but I'm thinking that was the most saddest. Do you think that... Okay, maybe that, that was pretty sad, but is it the saddest? Mm. Well, for me, it is. Well, for me, it is because I love Twisted Metal and, the, and just the way yeah, that I don't they really just have did not... Res- Twisted Metal, so maybe that's why I can't uh, resonate with it. Yeah, much, I do. But um, I... The saddest Sony. I don't. I like to say resistance, but uh, that one was already kind of telling. I don't know. Yeah, I, maybe that one uh, might be just like just maybe just the idea of it. Like you said, the long yeah for me. Uh, yeah for me. Well, for me, it was Twisted Metal because I love Twisted Metal. Like it's 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 really special to me. And the fact that you know they promised they make this game a blockbuster and they just dropped it with no advertisement and no hope of being a success. You know, in his time slot, and um, and like I said, no one bought it. There was no DLC support at all. Not a single piece of DLC was released for that game. Were there any patches? I'm sure there were patches at least for the game. I mean, yeah, I guess there was patches, but there was no nothing that changed the game. Was there the really, game is ex- for the diehard Twisted Metal fans? Was that game even even well received at, on like just yeah? Okay, well, like in the community, like people, liked, mean, like, people actually yeah, liked people like. Yeah, people liked it. It was a good game. It just Sony didn't market it, and no one bought it at launch. And the there was just no DLC support. There was no the game today is the same it was at launch. Basically, I mean, my, yeah, there's probably some patches, but there was no like changes to the game. Like they didn't add maps. It's, it's funny that you gotta laugh at that now because the way that games are nowadays, like they get constant patches, and really games changed a lot from from launch, especially their online heavy, which Twisted Metal is. I mean, you know, it was really yeah. meant to be played with others. And but just yeah, it's kind of weird now for that game to like not really have a lot of support. Yeah, I would also like to say maybe SOCOM was, but SOCOM just fell under the bad timing thing of the PlayStation Network. Yeah, that was, yeah, SOCOM's another sad story too, just because of the fact that they promoted it and it was set to be a big thing, but like you said, it just launched during that hack and the hack killed it. Yeah, because that was like the what the week after. Well, not the week. It was like the day after. Really, it felt like and like yeah. nobody could play that game online, and you know, SoCom was always a big thing online, and people were just like, "Yeah, man, chip." Portal Two's out. <laughs> but yeah, that game's better. That was the game I picked up that night. 
Portal 2? Yeah. Yes. Mortal Kombat 9 came out that day, too. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't forget that. Big week that week, definitely, for PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in more ways than one. Yes, in more ways than one. Well, uh, I hope that answered the question there, especially with Sony. But, I mean, maybe that was kind of a more um, non-Sony question, maybe. Maybe that was just for general, but we're, we're a PlayStation yeah. podcast. Well, in we general, Sony. It, yeah. Well, in general, yes, companies need to follow that take advantage of. Yeah, follow, expand everywhere. You can't just be online. You got to market does a pretty good on job TV. Of that, really. So I don't yeah, know. Microsoft they have a billion because they have a billion dollars. They can do whatever the hell they want. <laughs> I, I think Microsoft's pretty covered because they actually treat their exclusives like events. Because they are events, they're like, oh my god, we got an exclusive. But still, I mean, you know, even if whatever is going to come out this year and whatever the new IP is, you know, they do make a big deal out yeah. of it at least. Doesn't Oh yeah, like Halo Five, like it was really weird. Like they announced the Halo Five release date during Walking Dead. <laughs> like that's 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 what I call marketing. You take the most popular show on TV and you announce your release date during a non gaming event. You know, just Walking Dead and you announce the release date during it. Oh, I feel, I, remember I feel like the Walking Dead the gaming audience is really the Walking Dead. Anyways, you know. Yeah. I just watch it because I mean that was the thing like I was watching Walking Dead and this really long Halo 5 live action commercial started playing and I'm like I, I bet they're going to show the release date at the end of this and sure enough there was a release date October 27 like wow they announced the Halo 5 release date during a non-gaming event just during Walking Dead and you see that's what I'm saying that's that's marketing you're you're hit, you're taking a big event like Walking Dead the season finale or whatnot and you're announcing something you're not only showing your game but you're announcing something so like even the even the core fan base they're like oh yeah I know Halo 5's coming but now you know when it's coming mm-hmm. you know so I mean, yeah, that was that's a that's a good example of like of marketing, like expanding your marketing outside the normal realms of just internet, you know, and letting everybody know, even people who are not really into games, to know what's going on. Like, oh, Halo, Halo, and it's coming out in October. So, oh, you gotta go. play it. I remember <laughs> playing Halo too. <laughs> I'm only three games behind. Soon to be three games behind. If, if if only if only there was one game that collected them all together, so I can replay and get caught up for Halo Five. Oh well, you can get the Xbox One Master Chief Collection bundle. The game what? works now. What? The, what? The game, See, the, that, that's see, what it's called. Ma- the, uh, the Master Chief Collection bundle. It works now. Edition. It works. It now. works now. But you see, but you see, that's marketing. That's marketing. That's how you do it. You show them the the number five, and then you say, "Hey, you can buy this bundle that comes with all of them together, so you can get caught up." Yeah. By October, you know. Yeah, that's one reason, and another reason is just so weird. They can't be a quits this like after the game's like horrible launch and now that it's basically the game's fixed now so yep this release we basically kind of re-release it in sort of a way yeah. that oh it's with the, with an xbox one well yeah that's what they're doing by adding in um odst yeah right they're giving everybody who bought it odst for free mm-hmm. like here you go we throw another game in there so now it's even more more of a collection there's another game in there so gotta get reach one day oh uh, yeah Maybe, but it's not Master Chief. Yeah, neither neither was ODST, ODST either, but, yeah. you know, it's, uh, it's one of the oddball Halo games. 
I like ODST. Uh, it's more of an expansion to Halo 3, so that's why it should still count. Hey, you know, I think, like, I think as, ODST as part of... was really different from Halo 3. I mean, even though... Well, no, but game, I mean, like... It was, it was different. No, but I mean, like, as far as, like, getting around the loophole that, oh, it's not Master Chief, but it's more a part of Halo 3, which was Master Chief, so, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. More like a loophole. Yeah. So, there you go. I think that's about wraps up the viewer mail, at least, which is good. Oh, we wrapped up viewer mail? Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for everybody who yeah. who uh, sent in. Give them a clap, round of applause. Thank you guys. Um, some good questions too, guys. Guys, really talking. You know, that's good, right? Because I was a uh, heart pressing yeah. questions about YouTube. Pressing and questions, good stuff. Game. Yeah, because I was afraid because I, like I said, I only wrote one item on our news list, but it's a big one. But you know, I'm glad that we got some good viewer mail to kind of round out the episode because. The one thing I got on my news thing is the big thing. The it's big one the from the Star Wars one. Yeah, the, the big one. The, the the elephant in the room and all that yeah, stuff. Uh, yeah. Not yet, but we'll have to see. Not yet. But anyway, the big news this week, which you've all seen which and read. You've probably seen it and watched. Uh, and watched, yeah, is Star Wars, Star Wars Battlefront, Battlefront was, <laughs> was... I feel like the Star Wars but, music um, had already everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Star Wars Battlefront was formally announced this week. Yes, or revealed or whatever, however, however you want to say it. Yeah. Um, given it was given a release date, November seventeenth. Mm, very interesting um, release date. Uh, you know. Yeah, maybe. that's the anniversary of the PlayStation. Right? <laughs> yeah, PlayStation and release. So all the more reason to make a Star Wars bundle. Yeah, oh, just saying. Right, yeah. All the more reason for Star Wars bundle to release it on the anniversary of the PlayStation's launch. And Sony's really pressing. Wink, this wink. Game. For PlayStation, yeah. it seems like maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's being marketed as a PlayStation game because they showed the announcement trailer had PlayStation stuff on it, like the PlayStation uh, logo and all that. Because and Star Wars Battlefront, well, okay, wait, I shouldn't make that claim. The Star Wars Battlefront was mainly played on PS2 because it was also also on PC and Xbox. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I I kind of felt like that game was associated with PS2 uh, Battlefront. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you know it was also a greatest hits game on PS2 and all that stuff and. I don't know. I remember getting my greatest hits edition of Star Wars Battlefront 1 and 2. Well, 2 I got the day it came out. 2 I got instantly, mm-hmm. but Star Wars Battlefront 2 was also greatest hits, so I don't know. I kind of associate with PlayStation a lot. Yeah, but it's being marketed as a PlayStation game, like we said. They The trailer had the PlayStation logo on it, and they show gameplay behind closed doors, and it was running on a PS4. Mm-hmm. Uh, Not a PC. Interesting. Yeah. Not a PC, Considering, yeah, you know, it's so. nice, and I would have thought, mm, maybe it would have been a PC, but so supposedly there's behind closed doors on PS4. Gosh, if only yeah. we could see that gameplay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. well, well, you know they're saving it for I more. Know. Uh, and who knows? It might be finished or a little rough. But yeah, gosh, I, did anybody get any handy cam video? <laughs> Please let me believe yeah. that that cinematic trailer was is going to look Please. anything like the game. Yeah. Please tell because me and my brother we watched that trailer. And he was like. Oh, is this something that you watch before you press start on the game? I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm like um, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Because, yeah, it's weird. Look, we've gotten fooled from other companies that, oh, this is the in-engine. And then it's totally different in the, in the actual yeah. game. So I honestly don't know what to believe. I, I have a hunch that the game will actually be akin to look like that. But like... I guess just in terms of the smoothest, considering yeah. the game's mainly online, then it won't. So, you know, yeah. online, there's always and, and, compromises. 
and compromise but and then but i mean you gotta think too yeah. like this is dice making a game but they're not held back by last gen like it's only yeah. on ps4 yeah, that's and xbox one note. so that's yeah, really going to help it at least look graphically better mm. but like you said it is online only so it's going to kind of pull it back a bit you know because they get that online yeah you know, like there were fluid. a couple shots in the trailer where i think it was a little bit more believable when you had the tie fighters about to take off like on hoth i believe um yeah. Oh, I'm sorry for my Star Wars knowledge. It is a little dusty. I found my Star Wars trivia book the other day. And I was just, I, I was terrible. No, no dude, it's uh-huh. like this really thick Star Wars trivia book of like all six episodes. So of course I skipped the prequels and I, I go to four, five, and six. I suck <laughs> my Star Wars knowledge. Um, but um, yeah, I think that one shot on the trailer was like one that I kind of felt like I believe that that was like really in game yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. Aside from like all oh, that smooth like cinematic trailer like thing that was really akin to Knights of the Old Republic, the Bioware game that had yeah. a cinematic trailer, which like looked nothing like the game, which I don't think it was even supposed to look like it anyways, because we already mm-hmm. knew what that game was going to be like. But this is Dice, you know, Dice is known for having really graphically incredible games. So, yeah. and then uh, and, we also got to consider, you know, this is quite some time after Battlefield 4 and, you know, graphics engines always improve. Yeah. So, it definitely showing yeah, that cinematic trailer if we're really willing to believe that was in engine and probably running on a PS4. So, I don't know um, until we see really full gameplay at E3, which we're going to see. Yes. Yeah, because I think it's already been confirmed that the game's going to run at full 1080p, 60 frames per second. Really? Okay, so, that's good. Yeah. yeah. So you're going to get all full power out of it. Um, yeah, that's good. That's good enough. Yeah, and I think, yeah, and I mean, then we kind of got to get to the other things where I think, I don't know, this is a weird announcement yes, because... Not, it wasn't a good like you said, like, but it was yeah, at least... Cause, I mean, it's like you said, there was no, there was no gameplay, no which gameplay. I can understand a, I can yeah, understand a well, bit because, like I mean, saving it for of, to be honest, but like, Yeah, it's not unheard of. I mean, there's a lot of times we get that. Because the last yeah, game came think, out about 10 years ago. You would think by the time you get an announcement, you would have at least I'd like to have seen some gameplay at this point because it's been yeah. such a long time coming. Yes, expectations are sky high. It's next, well, not next gen. It's this gen, current gen. It's time to get ready to go. It's from Dice. Yes, they faltered a yeah. bit with Battlefield Four, but the game's fixed now. Battlefield Four is like, yeah. yes, let's see Star Wars Battlefront. And they saw what they got, which the cinematic trailer, yeah, it looked cool. But then the underlining stuff that came out, the details and all that stuff, yeah, that's what I just pissed people off. And I can yeah, feel for that, I, but you know, maybe it's not fair to jump to conclusions fully yet until yeah, E three. So, you know, yeah, because that's the thing, like, because that's the thing, like, I, I think, I don't know, I don't know what EA and Dice are planning with this, like, were they trying to just get the negatives out first? Because, like, <laughs> it seems like it, well, it seems like it, because yeah, I don't know, because I mean, honestly, because honestly, it just doesn't seem like, you know, like, the none of this, go. yeah, none of this seems like how, like, when you read it, you're like, how did EA think any of this was positive? You know, yeah, like all like, oh, the like, amount like, of maps that you're gonna possibly. That was a rumor, though. That the, the that was a rumor. yeah, that was a rumor. We should say that. that was a rumor of like how much content's maps. actually in the game. And yeah, oh, but, let's let's also say, oh, in the last installment, what you got with the space battles? Oh, that's not there. So let's say yeah, that off the, the bat. Why would you say that? Yeah, like why? Like none of that. How is any of that supposed to sound positive? Like, sound we took out. If you're talking, we if took you're out space. La- we, two generations ago, something that was in there, and we're in this generation. You're gonna say, oh, it's not in there. No, nope. it's a little too difficult. And then, well, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then what? 
No, we saw Battlefront Three running on a PS3 that had land to space battles. Oh, that's right. You know, oh, can't forget about that. Yep. Yeah. That that canceled. Yeah, yeah the yeah, cancel Battlefront Three. If uh, a prototype game can have that, I don't know. Yeah, it was how a prototype. One of the most prolific shooter developers out there, alongside one of the bigger mega corporations of gaming, can't figure out how to do space battles. <laughs> it's like it's like that scene from R Man Three. Tony Stark built it in a cave. Why can't you do it? <laughs> well, Pandemic did it just fine in two thousand four. Yeah, they did they it in development. They made Star Wars Battlefront Three in a cave. Why can't EA do it <laughs> with millions of dollars and one of the most prolific shooter developers and and currently in the business right now? I don't really understand. I mean, and they're known for the vehicular battles in Battlefront. I mean, not Battlefront. Yeah. No, in Battlefield. Well, <laughs> Well, I mean, well, 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 step it back one second. Like, there is vehicle battle in the game. Like you can still, yes. oh, yeah, you know, drive the, the Tie you can Fighters still do and the Tie Fighter, the, the X Wings, and God and knows how so far there's you still, can go. <laughs> yeah, there's still aerial combat. So you're still going to have that, just not in space, where you're going to be like going onto like the you know the Star Destroyer and taking it out from the inside and all that. Yeah, but, and actually, let's not put Battlefront Two on the highest of high horse because let's be honest, if you do go back to Battlefront Two, the space battles were a bit problematic. I, yeah, I mean, I mean they I weren't still the best thing in the world. Let, that, let's be they honest. Were fun. Yeah, I mean yeah. they were fun. Yeah, they were. Yeah, it was awesome piloting all your favorite Star Wars uh, vehicles. But I mean, to me, it just felt like a little dead. I remember playing it a lot. And I just like, oh god, get get me inside the the droid uh, big <laughs> ship so that I could get out of here. And then, yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah. I mean, have problems, but, but you know, they can always be fixed. But yeah, but like I said, it's just a point that we saw. You know, like you said, this prototype running on PS3, yeah. where it was like, <laughs> oh, you can get in your ship, fly into space, do a space battle, come back down to land, and continue a land battle. Like that was freaking yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, well, yeah but understatement. Like, <laughs> and yet, it's like you can't do that. Like, Very odd. You know, it's, it's just, really just odd. Some of the and, stuff that they said, I don't, I didn't. I, so, I almost I mean, that was to it almost like how much yeah, stuff they were I mean, saying like of negative. Like I, but, I, like I said, I think it's just them getting the negatives out of the way because so. I don't so think they the really expected any of this to be come, positive. Like, after the game, when the game's yeah, about the, to release. Well, the biggest thing for me was no space battles. That's the one that got me the most. A little bit. Um, yeah, yeah, a little bit. But th- then that, again, no, that's the one that got me the most. The rest, I kind of got over like, okay, there's no prequel stuff. I'm like, dude, that's fine. When you think about it, the prequels, look, as much of people want to hate on prequel material. But, dude, you got to remember, Silent Battlefront 1 and 2, the prequels did count some of the big, like, biggest and best Battlefront maps. I they guess, did, but you dude. can still like, make. I guess, but you can still make big battlefield maps out of the, yeah, the know, original just, trilogy. I like those prequel environments, and I know as much people know. maybe hate like the know, characters or the story of, of the prequels. The maps, dude, they did sport some of the best maps in Battlefront history. Just saying, I know, but you got to think too. Like we were, like we were stuck in the prequels for so long because <laughs> at of, that time, you know, the movies because the movies, oh, yeah. and the cartoons and all the little games were all set in the prequel timeline. Like we're finally moving on to the original timeline, getting that old stuff back. You know, like the the ATA walkers and the X wing fighters and the Tie fighters and all that stuff. You know, we're like we're like we're finally you know getting back to that timeline. So I think it's great that they're like embracing it. Like this is what we're using, and it's gonna be full super hd and 600 second all you know original sound effects and all that stuff like really kind of bring you back to that original trilogy so you know i think it's kind of cool that they're kind of focusing on that in a way so that's why i kind of got over when they said no prequel so i'm like i was kind of like eh but then i thought well you know we're getting the old stuff so that's cool yeah because maybe i would have uh, expected this battlefront to be like maybe kind of like a greatest hits kind of deal where like you <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not saying like you just 
take the old maps and redesign them or whatever. But you know, now that now that I always thought, I thought about it, like you know, maybe having the prequel stuff is not too much of a big deal anymore. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I just really like the prequel maps in the original yeah. Battlefront games. They were awesome. <laughs> yeah, but it's okay. Yeah. Um, and then the other big thing is like, there's no traditional campaign. Well, well which, which has kind of been a thing for Battlefront already, but there was oh, yeah. a single, there was a campaign in in Battlefront two. Yeah, but I had to tell you about it. Like you forgot about it. Oh yeah, because because I brought it up. I brought it up another episode, and you're like, Battlefront two didn't have a campaign. I'm like, yes, it did. And I had to like explain it to you how it like explain how the clones died or whatever. Yeah. But um, uh, well, the campaign, yeah. the campaign deal here for that. I mean, that's not that big of a deal. I mean, we already know Dice doesn't really make great campaigns, yeah. so you know, I mean, I don't want a half-ass bad campaign. Yeah, sure, it'll look graphically amazing, probably, but I don't want like a half-ass campaign yeah. in Battlefront. So, mm-hmm. so there you I'll, go. T- I'll take the and no I mean, campaign. And then, that's fine. And then Battlefront One didn't you have a campaign no, at all? It didn't. No, the first one. No. So, so, let, so, so people should really, forget about that. So it's not really. So it's not really too big a deal. I mean, there's still, I mean, there's still a single player mode. There's like these, like almost like spec op missions, or at least that's what it sounds like spec ops, where you kind of do these like single player missions, and you can do them in co op. So, uh, so if you want to do, you know, these like, little co op missions without you know the hectic online battles, you know. Yeah. So there, there, there's that. And then, and then, like I said, there's just a lot we don't know. Like, yeah, we don't really know how many maps no, there is. No gameplay that has been publicly shown. There's no gameplay. We don't know the game modes. We nope. don't know. You know, there's a lot of stuff we don't know. So, so we can't write it off yet. And what content, like you know, the DLC, yes. or like what's that's another thing of note too, right? Yeah. What well, was it like a few week, a couple weeks after the game's release? There's like a DLC pack that comes up that comes with the game or whatever. Yeah, for episode seven. It is. Yeah, they're yeah. That sounds really cool though. It's a um. Yeah, they're putting out. It's actually free if you like pre-order the game. Oh, so. it's behind a pre-order paywall. I don't know if people. Are well, who cares? If you're getting the game, you're going to pre-order it anyway. Uh, I don't know people who get it for Christmas. I don't know if they're going to be fans of that. Well, okay. Well, make sure you ask Santa for the deluxe edition because the deluxe edition comes with it too. Well, that's my question. Well, the game game's already up for uh, PSN right now. Uh, to pre-order. Yeah. Um, I'm just wondering where is my $120 edition where we get everything. <laughs> yeah. Like Battlefield uh, no, Hardline. The, yeah, there's just the deluxe edition right now which gets you some little extra perks and weapons and access to that DLC. But I mean, if you pre-order the regular edition, you still get that DLC. But if you get the deluxe edition, it's in there. And I'm pretty sure the DLC is just packed in the game anyway. Like, well, yeah, I if you don't pre-order that, maybe, yeah. I'm pretty sure it is because I think it's how it was at Battlefront Four, I I did oh, pre-order it. <laughs> Battlefield Four, yeah, Battle, not Battlefront Battle. Four. Going in the future, no, um, yeah, Battlefield Four. I didn't pre-order it. I just bought it with my PS4 at launch. Oh yeah, and it and it had the the China Rising DLC packed in. It wasn't really a pre-order thing. It was just packed in the game. Yeah. So odds are, even if you don't pre-order, you're still going to get the DLC anyway. So if you're getting it for Christmas, you're still probably going to get that DLC. It's already going to be packed in. Yeah. You know, so. Don't freak out too much. Like DLC, like pre-order DLC. No, no, no. It's going to be packed in. Oh, the DLC but, uh, paywall. <laughs> yeah. But it sounds cool, though. Like, yeah, it, well, it, it's, like you said, it's that episode here. seven. It's that episode seven content you wanted. Right. You know? I know. That's Well, actually, I would have liked to see that in the main game itself, but that's okay. Well, no, it's going to be, like I said, it's a free DLC. So um, it gives you some episode seven stuff. It picks up right where episode six left. Well, not right, but it's like after episode six, before seven. So it's like the bridge mm-hmm. between them. Yeah. Gonna get a battle, so that sounds awesome. Get that. 
know, at seven cross promotion. <clears throat> yeah. That sounds really cool. Um, but if they announce a season pass for Battlefront, you think you'd buy it? Like, well, like if you bought the game, well, okay. Wait, well, I know, wait, I know, I know. That's contingent. That's contingent on like how good uh, the, the game, game, uh, game itself. Is yeah, good. if the game itself, but, is good, yes, I'll buy it. Well, but, just because, like, like, oh, it's a season pass. I'm going to avoid it, dude. I buy season passes, but I mean, there's yeah. probably obviously going to be a season pass for this game. But yeah, but I don't. I think that they haven't put a $120 deluxe edition link for this game yet. Like Battle Battlefield Hardline. I don't know if they're going to do it. They might leading up to the game's release as they start announcing more things. But I don't yeah. know. I mean, they they already kind of come clean today about stuff of the DLC and, you know. Yeah. Because this is, I don't know, because I don't buy season passes too often. Like, it's only for, like, games I really like, you know. Yeah. Um, but, like, Star Wars Battlefront is a game where, like, if it's good, then I, yeah, then I would probably buy it too because, you know, I love Star Wars. Yeah, me too. And I want to have well, I don't love content. I, don't love I want the maps and all that, you know, like. I play Battlefield and play Call of Duty, but I don't care about them enough to buy the season pass. Like, I don't care. I don't really want more maps. I'm fine with what's here. But, like, something like Star Wars, it's like, I want more of it, you know? Yeah. Let's not forget the XBLA edition of Battlefront 2 also had DLC. Yeah. Granted, that was just through patches and stuff, but... Patches. Yeah. That was something. Um... Yeah, but what I expect with Star Wars Battlefront, like as far as like beta, because I'm pretty sure they'll do. Beta. I hope they gotta, so, dude. They got to. They got to make. Like I have. No, they got to do. No, they got. They got to do a beta. Man, they got the beta date. Yeah. No. Here's what I'm expecting nope, to happen uh, what, at E3. What, okay. Here's what I'm expecting to happen. Here's what I'm expecting to happen at E3. For EA they're going conference. to either at EA's conference or maybe Sony's oh, conference. Okay. Yeah. You know, they well, got leave that out too. But but at, but at one at one of the two, they're going to show off the first game. Yeah. Say here you go. Here's Star Wars Battlefront. Running play in a game, engine, gonna, no running an engine. They're gonna they're gonna show it. They're gonna show it. They're gonna show Star Wars Battlefront. You know, show it and say, look, here's Star Wars Battlefront. People are actually playing it. And then they're gonna say, and the beta starts right now. Uh, PS4, go download. <laughs> right now, dude. They did it. I know, they did it with no. They did it with Hardline. That's exactly how they did it with Hardline amazing, last year. They showed this is a new. This sh- is like a, it's not a new IP, but it's a new thing. And I think maybe they want to like ride out the hype train for a little bit. I, yeah, I know they did it before. Battlefield was already a thing that they wanted to really clear up and like, hey, look, we're going to do a really early beta for this, so then it won't break. Well, the hardline beta was really early too because that game didn't come out till this past <laughs> month. <sighs> about the you know, the instant beta for Battlefield, yeah. I'm for Battlefront, like it, I don't see it. Yeah, I mean, it, it worked for Hardline. Yeah. It was a big thing. It's exactly how they did it for it Hardline. Was- they showed the first gameplay of it running a multiplayer match and at the end they said okay you can play the beta right now on ps4 <laughs> go to your ps4 click it and then download it and uh, it's like uh, and, and it worked it, it, people were playing it people got excited you know and that'd be a great way to build that hype for battlefront you know people are a little negative right now but once they see it running and they're like oh man i want to play it and then you get to play it that yeah, night that would really help out the, you know? the stigma of the game right now that's in. You know, even if it's just one map, one mode, people are still going to be playing the hell out of yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. That weekend. But, um, yeah, and it also should be of note that Battlefield uh, Battlefront is closer to release than what the Battlefield Hardline beta was. Well, at the, at time, the time, we didn't know that at the time. At the t- well, actually, at the time, Battle, Battle, uh, no, Hardline was set for um, October. Yes. So it was, yeah, it was actually closer oh, at the time because they thought it was coming out in October. 
And so, but I mean, with Battlefront, I just really don't see them not doing a beta because this is something they need to test it and make sure it works. I hope so. I mean, look dude, at, I don't know why. I, I mean, you look at, I mean, they did, they did right with Hardline. They did like what, two, three betas for that before it came out? Yeah. So, you know, with, with Battlefront, again, they got to get those betas out. And I mean, uh, and I really could see it doing like the instant beta thing because that was a big. Because that was the big thing last that last E three was instant stuff. They announced something and it's available now. Like well, yeah, hardline beta they do available it, now. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, you know, entwined available now. You know, it's just stuff like that where they announce something and it's available right now. You know, they, oh, what was the other one? Oh, the Dead Rising three DLC. It's like Turbo Obo HD, whatever the hell, available now. You know that thing. Yeah, we got to get our, our available now the V three. You're thinking that's one of them. Yeah, I think that's going to be one of them. Ugh. That's going to be the big. That's a showstopper right there. If you show off Star Wars Battlefront and you let people but play shoot, it, I wouldn't be able to watch the Bethesda conference if that happens. <laughs> uh, just, just have your laptop. Just have your laptop open so you can watch the Bethesda one and play your Star Wars Battlefront. Okay, Battlefront. I won't be able to do anything. I'll be dying. Well, no, when you no, you can just listen to it. Like, listen to it when they talk about, like, Dishonored 2, you be like, okay, whatever. But then when they say Fallout 4, you're like, what? And then you, like, pull, and then you quit out of Battlefront or something. And you start looking at Fallout if 4. If the beta downloads like, oh, in time, yeah. <laughs> the downloads are going to be awful because of the amount of people that are going to be on the server. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll be, I'll be contradictory. I don't think they'll, no, that's a beta, but I don't think they'll be available now, but it'll probably be available within a like a month's time or so before kind of maybe mm. get the anticipation of it and then get beta signups because I, I, I don't think it'll be a public beta. Well, of course it'll be public, but mm. I, I, I think it'll be a closed beta. I don't know. We'll see. I, I don't see it. <laughs> I don't know, man. That was the big thing last year. Realm of- I, mean, I mean, yeah, I know, but that was the big thing last year. Instant betas. I mean, it wasn't just hardline. It was other stuff too, yeah, doing like instant betas. Just- like you get to play it this week or tonight or whatever. Battlefront's a different thing and it's going to be really different. And Battlefield was already kind of an established thing that's already had its betas for a while. And, you know, Battlefront, even though it's an established franchise, it's something new and it's going to be different. I just don't see it. <laughs> Not the virtual bubble or anything. If it's there, then I'm glad to be proven wrong. But I just don't. I don't see it. <laughs> no, well, yeah, like one at all. Like I don't know why I don't see one at all. I hope there the is. Force is not strong with this one. No, unfortunately, it sets it, the service strongly until we see gameplay and more details. And ah, I just oh, yay. <laughs> one of my childhood franchises and screwing with it. it didn't take you much, did it? <laughs> this is me off. It makes me sad. I mean, in ten years, dude. Ten years. Well, it showed in the graphics at least, and from what that in cinematic trailer, at least ten years. You know, and it's just. <sighs> I don't. I, I don't know. We don't know yet. That's, but <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Come June, it's only what two months away. Less. So we'll see. Well, uh, a little less than two months, but we'll see. We'll. Oh God, man. I... Well, I mean, I, I mean, well, I don't know. I don't want to talk E three till we get closer, but God, I don't know. What we're gonna have planned for that. We're gonna have like. Oh, we'll have to, we'll have to do separate parts, separate episodes, man. We're just gonna be doing all one. We'll probably be dedicated to, to the Bethesda one entirely, even whether or not for, for Fallout Four is announced. <laughs> 
If Fallout 4 is not announced, I will do an entire hour-long show on, like, why the hell Bethesda didn't announce Fallout 4. Like, I would do a whole rant for an hour if, if, if like, Fallout 4 is just not announced. <laughs> Dude, I was just love... Not love, but, like, I was just... <laughs> no, like, like if Fallout... No, yeah, exactly. If Fallout 4 is not announced this year, because, I like, will go on an hour-long like, rant. Are doing a separate conference this year? We're being mm-hmm. really separate? Oh, guess what? Not one of the, their biggest franchises is not announced the sequel. Yeah, there is, like, no way in hell... That is not that, that that they're not going to announce Fallout. But I'm like, thinking in my are, alternate reality, what if it is the amount of people that like I'm serious. Like if I if I was there, I swear I would like get people to start throwing tomatoes on stage if they don't announce Fallout Four. <laughs> then I still love the meme where like Todd Howard's like, "We're going to talk about today Elder Scrolls Online," <laughs> even though it would already be out on PS4 by then. But we'll talk about yeah. Elder Scrolls Online updates. <laughs> God, <laughs> no. Like 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 I would I would go into that conference with a bag of tomatoes ready. Like if they. If they like literally get walk off that stage without announcing Fallout Four, we're just chunking tomatoes at the stage. It's like no, well, they're already off no the stage. Then what are you going to throw it at? I, well, what? Well, they're going. They're going to clean it up. I guess I don't know. That's but. it. Oh, oh Fallout for you. Yeah, oh, God, we just burn the building down. I don't know. I, I'm but. just <laughs> thinking of my alternate dimension reality. If Fallout Four is not announced at E3 this year, it's just about if people that flip the hell out. Yeah, like Fallout Four doesn't have to come out this year, but it has to at least be announced. You know. Yeah. But uh, like I said, we'll we'll see. <laughs> we're we're getting there. We're getting to June. We'll 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 all see you then. About Fallout Four and Stars Battlefront. And everything so many else. All, so many other things too. Like so many exclusives for this fall. Yeah. <laughs> Please more. But, yeah. But. We're getting yeah we're at the hour past the hour mark again mm-hmm. you know um so time to time to wrap this up so um so yeah so this has been the PSBS as the PlayStation PlayStation podcast this is episode thirteen and remember if you want to uh, give us viewer mail <laughs> like uh, five people did this week which is awesome and amazing well, if you want to do that and then I took seven out oh, you don't have to say that but well they well, so, well they're kind of the same this is at the point now where I want. Good questions. I don't want good questions. I, I, this is also a thing, though. Well, no, we don't. It's not in that. I shouldn't say that as a guarantee that if you write in, your question will be answered. But it's a very high chance. But very high chance. It's yeah. just I want good questions. I don't. I don't want junk questions. Junk, junk questions okay, will just not get answered, and I won't call out. I know, them, but they just won't get. I know, but I don't. I know. I just don't want. I just don't want people to dis- be discouraged. Like, oh, I can't think of a good enough question. No, it's just. Well, I mean, if it's a question, I'll determine whether or not that's good. We'll have to see. No. <laughs> yeah. so, so we'll I, I would be glad but, to see them. Yeah, but if you want to send us a question, there's a great many ways to do that. You can do. Um, you can comment directly on the YouTube uh, video. You can message me directly on YouTube. You can message us directly on PlayStation. You can message me, PSN Bayou Boys. You can message my co-host, PSN Double Is. Um, we also have the Facebook fan page up. You can go on that, comment, like it and all that. Because we got some people who like it now. We're like over the 10 mark. Oh. So, yeah. Yeah. People start liking <coughs> that. Uh, you can start giving us comments and messages on that. Um also, another thing is, uh, like I said, we have we're on SoundCloud now. So if you want to, you know, download us as an MP3, so you can listen to us on your phone or whatever without, you know, leaving a browser opening. That's there. The link will be there, uh, or you can just look us up directly on SoundCloud. Just the PSBS podcast, you'll find us. Um, 
Like I said, episode 12 is already up. 13 should be up uh, by the time you're hearing this. If you listen to this on YouTube. If you listen to this on SoundCloud, then, you know, well, good. You already found it. Thanks. Fantastic. Um, fantastic, yes. But, um, yeah. So, yeah. So, like I said, this has been the PSBS, uh, the PlayStation PlayStation uh, podcast. Um, so, I'm your host, Koti. Uh, PSN by voice. My co-host here is Andrew Arenas. Double is, and I hope you guys and. enjoy Shovel Knight this week. Yeah. And there's also the penultimate episode of Powers. Oh yeah, I got to catch up on my powers. Maybe we could do a power spoiler cast. I don't know. That's just an idea. <laughs> right you. We'll see if if anyone is interested in that. Which I'm sure there yeah. people are because people watch it. Not like yeah. nobody watches it. It's not really a joke. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not completely caught up yet, but I'll, I'll, I'll catch up. You will. I'm only like two episodes behind. Ooh. Don't worry. I'm five <laughs> episodes behind. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah. So I'll catch up though this weekend. Alrighty. We'll see. So, have but anyway, week, everybody have a good week and hopefully we'll see you guys next week on the PSBS and click. <laughs>